0: Melody Barnes, CEO, had a vision to help parents equip, get practical tips, address behaviors, implement strategies, change the atmosphere in your
1: home. Hello, and welcome to the Family Nuggets podcast. My name is Melody Barnes, your family nugget giver. What is a family nugget? It's nuggets of information that I have gleaned from over 20 years as a teacher, Teachers are good advice givers, but do you have a teacher that's right in your back pocket? Well, now you do. Now, I must tell you, this advice is meant to be used for your enjoyment and is not meant to replace professional counseling. Please seek professional counseling outside the realm of this podcast if you are in need of additional help. Family Nuggets loves families. And if you love having a teacher that loves families with you all the time, then welcome to my podcast and enjoy. Hi everybody. Welcome to the Family Nuggets podcast. My name is Melody Barnes, founder of Family Nuggets, and I am your host. In this episode of the Family Nuggets podcast, We are talking with the subject, Queen, it's okay to wear your crown. Today, we have a special guest, Penny, who is a hairstylist, and we welcome her into the conversation today. Hi, Penny. Hi, Melody. How are you? I'm well. How are you? All is well. Thank you. Good. Good. So I would love for you to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well,
0: my name is uh, Penny Tucker, originally from California, now resident of Chicago. I am a hairstylist. I've been a hairstylist for 35 years, married with two boys, and just trudging on, living life, all is well.
1: Nice. Wonderful. So I'd like to give a little bit of background about how we met. Um, Everyone who's been on this podcast this season doesn't have a special story, but we do. So... um, you were still is sometimes <laughs> my hairstylist when i call upon you when i'm Uh-oh. back in the area um and i just really really love who you are just Uh-oh. your conversations and um when we talk to each other i'm never i never feel like i'm in the wrong place when i'm in your place awesome um, It's just always a very pleasant experience. And I'm happy to bring my daughter to you or any other families to you because I know it is a safe place uh, for me to be, Um, especially as a Black woman who hasn't always loved herself or loved her hair or, you know, any of those things that makes you who you are as a hairstylist to help beautify us Mm -hmm. (laughs) and make us feel beautiful and special. You do that when we're in in your presence so thank you thank you that's welcome so I just wanted to say that um so that is the reason I've asked you to join me on this podcast um as you know because dear curly hair the dear curly hair rather (laughs) the book that I wrote for my daughter 10 years ago is now being published
0: Awesome, yay!
1: Woo. Yay, really exciting yeah. news. It's got an ISBN yeah. number. It's been registered with the Library of Congress. It's, oh. The illustrations oh. are done. We're just waiting on like the cover and the text arrangement. It's really cool how it's all coming together. Um, yeah. But uh, I, this conversation for me goes so much deeper than what the book can explain in a children's book. Uh, and because I'm a behaviorist and I'm somebody who helps families deal with behavior, I think one of the biggest challenges we have as Black mothers is first loving ourselves and then passing that on to our, to our children, mm-hmm. uh, our girls. Yes. Uh, and I know I struggled with this because I'm like, well, how can I write this book, read this book? And talk about loving your hair to my daughter and have her stand in the mirror and say, look at your hair, look at the pattern, look at the, you know, because I know that she was going to struggle like I struggled. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to happen. And, and so how can I say to her, love your hair when I was struggling myself? So I'm sure you've heard lots and lots of stories from other women who sat in your chair who have, you know, expressed their struggle. hmm um i would love for you to talk a little bit about the struggle with black hair that's a such a a a large subject but um as far as in in my view
0: and i don't have the girl issue because i have boys and i was rejoicing that i have boys (laughs) because i know i know this is a challenge Uh from all the women that i encounter and work with that do have girls so Mm -hmm. i think the, the the root of it for in my opinion, the root of it is just embracing who you are as a person first. And your hair is just an extension of who you are. It's a way okay. to express and show who you are. So first becomes the embracing of yourself. And then I think the hair comes second. And, uh, uh, but unfortunately, even in our culture, we often talk about our own hair in a bad way. Ooh, girl, you got bad hair. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Bad hair. And so we, we say that to each other. Yes. And well, we're, well I'm sure there's a long historical history of how we got there mm-hmm. but uh i don't believe in bad hair there's there's textured hair there's thick hair there's coarse hair there's a lot of hair mm-hmm. but there's not bad hair if right. anything hey we're one uh, okay we're uniquely and beautifully made so nothing about us is bad right might be a little more challenging to work with but nothing is bad so i think that putting that into your children your daughters and an onset mm-hmm. uh, would be good but uh, unfortunately Now we have to backtrack because we've heard so much, your hair is bad. Now for for our children and our daughters to mature and love and embrace, we have to go back and unlearn that or unteach that. I don't know that you can, Mm -hmm. I I haven't had to do it, but Uh just speaking well of yourself from head to toe, from Mm -hmm. little girls all the way up is the way to start. But if that hasn't happened, then you have to teach them how to appreciate the things about their hair. So for African-Americans in particular, we mm-hmm. are, we have amazing hair. Mm-hmm. We can do more with our hair than any other culture. We mm-hmm. are so diversified, even within our culture in every other way our skin tone, our but our hair. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. we've got from straight to curly to one mm-hmm. side straight, the other side curly, <laughs> to one, side picky, one side wiry, this side, you know, blonde patches. Our hair is so unique. You yeah. can never see two African American people and see their hair the same, even from mother to daughter. Similar, mm-hmm. but not the mm-hmm. same. So, So just embracing the differences and not calling it bad, but calling it unique, calling it textured, calling it curly, calling it thick, calling it amazing and beautiful. And a wonderful part of who you are is probably where we start. So we have to kind of wind that thing back and Mm -hmm. rewrite that script
1: and definitely rewrite that script. Wind it back and rewrite it. I love that. I love Mm -hmm. that. So it's all Mm -hmm. about, you know, there's probably some affirmations, you know, I know we're big on affirmations now in our society where you have like things that you write down and you put them on your mirror or you write them directly on your mirror. You stand there and you say, I am this, or my hair is this, or, you know, um, I like, I love my curly hair. I love how it, you know, is twisty or spongy when I touch it. I love that I don't have to wash Mm -hmm. it every day. I love that you know it's the color that it is i love you know all the things about our hair so i i do have a question though for those mm-hmm. of us who still struggle i still struggle so even even though i definitely try to speak life and i truly believe in how the power of the tongue is just so underused <laughs> just okay. oh. underused underappreciated undervalued the power of our tongue just can really change so much about us um and i definitely ch- Try to speak life to myself and teach my children to do the same. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with the hair piece, um, and mine is very deeply seated, deeply rooted. Sure. And mm-hmm. you know how I grew up, um, how you know my mother used to sit and press my hair, you know oh, every Saturday night before. <laughs> Oh Lord, the torture. Closing your yes. eyes. <laughs> yes,
0: ma'am.
1: Every Saturday night before church. Oh, and Lord. even though I hate it, like feeling like getting burned with, oh, a, yeah. with the straightening iron, I still love the results when it was over sure. because I thought, okay, now I look like my white counterparts. Or now sure. I feel like I can whip this hair like I see so many other people do, like I see people do on TV, like I see people, my neighbors do, like because mm-hmm. I can't whip my hair, right? I can't do that. I can't I can't just let my hair fall, because <laughs> if right. I do that, it's go, you know, <laughs> curl back up. How right. come nurse doesn't do that? You know, and then I even had people in my family who would even mm-hmm. say things like oh look at your hair how come your hair isn't combed you need to go comb your hair you know that's not cute why isn't it done go to the beauty shop now like <laughs> mm-hmm. oh <laughs> taken care uh, of mm-hmm. like you can't walk around with your hair undone so I know there's a difference between your hair not being groomed versus your hair being curly and just kind of being in its natural state and sticking out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for for me, I still struggle so much with my hair that I find myself in a beauty supply store, wandering the aisles, looking Mm -hmm. for ways that I can change my hair, cover my hair, things of that nature. So if we're at a place in our lives as mothers, adult women who are still struggling, how can we still impart that into our daughters? if we're still struggling with it ourselves. And I, and I, and I have to, I have to even like pause right here because this is like (laughs) an unknown therapy session, right? where like, honestly, I didn't expect this to happen during this podcast, Penny, because I always try to be prepared and scripted and things like that. But I'm, there's literally a little tiny tear right here on the (laughs) side as I I talk about this it's absolutely. so deeply personal and rooted in right. self-hate yeah. which is something that we even don't want to admit as we don't people admit
0: it. absolutely gosh that's so that's so huge um, oh it's just i think of society has definitely played a role um and just stereotyping us or causing us to think or reinforcing the thought um that our hair is difficult or or lack thereof hair is difficult but I am a firm believer that we are, people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. So because other cultures don't understand mm-hmm. our hair, they don't understand that this stuff is beautiful. They mm-hmm. don't understand it. So right. they have a negative connotation and we just kind of jump on the bandwagon. Well, if they think it's bad, it must really be mm-hmm. bad. Right. Or if someone in my family says it's bad, it really must be, be bad. So Mm -hmm. I think when it comes, at least I'll just say from the clients that I interact with, because I have some clients that have real Mm -hmm. hair challenges. Mm -hmm. I have clients that are 90% bald women. Mm -hmm. And you know that it's, we are, we identify ourselves with our hair. So Mm -hmm. oftentimes if our hair is not right, we think there's something wrong with us when in fact that is the case. That is not the case. So in some things we need to identify with our hair, but in other things we have to separate ourselves from our hair. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is my hair, but I'm not my hair, but I want my hair to reflect who I am at the same time. Right. So I try to help women find something that works for you. It Mm -hmm. might not work for the next person. It might not, somebody else might not like it, but find something that works for you and embrace that. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I'm just trying to give some examples. I have a client that's 90% bald. I mean, she's Mm -hmm. got hair around the edges and this is, I mean, like that kind of bald. Okay. And so, she's a beautiful woman. And so, she's a little inward. I mean, I saw when I met her that she's inward. Never came mm-hmm. up with a solution. I gave her. Mm-hmm. I, we came up with a beautiful solution.
1: Mm-hmm. Now
0: we've got her all looking cute. It's really cute. And okay, and now awesome. I see this person. Oh Hey. You know, <laughs> came and it's like hi. And now uh-huh. she's like, hey, how you doing? So uh-huh. I see a change in her because she's become confident. Is it the style that everybody else would want? Huh? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's enough to make her confident with what she has and it's easy to manage. So it's not society's version of what's right. It's what works for her. And so if it works for her, that's good enough. If it works for you, we need to settle that that is good enough. It doesn't it have to you. measure with any, does it work for me? And for some we, women, that's wearing a fro. Right. For some women, that's wearing, uh, you know, a weave. For some women, right. it's wearing... You know, and sometimes when you have, honestly, when you have thin spots or, or bald spots, that, that's a little bit more challenge, but I have one client, one side was bald. She had a beautiful head of hair, here, here, but mm-hmm. she says, I'm so tired of flopping my hair to that side. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to embrace this. Uh-huh. And I'm like, are you really ready? She says, I am ready. So uh-huh. it's like completely bald. So I just made it a nice even part. Mm-hmm. It's bald. And then she just got some long crochet locks on this side and she okay. wore, she wears that. Uh-huh. And she's like, Give me a minute. Give me. It took her a minute. Now she uh-huh. "Okay." Uh-huh. <laughs> she's like, yeah. "Okay, I can do this. I can do." It. Now she's rocking it. Uh-huh. She's absolutely rocking it. She wears big earrings.
1: Yes. And so,
0: you know, it, it's just it's all comes from the inside, and not to, not to work so hard on measuring ourselves and our hair and our look by what other people perceive you have to make have you make your own um definition of what beauty is mm. for you i have another client who went through definition. chemo radiation and her hair never came back her hair never mm. came back so she's completely okay. bald but uh-huh. i'm telling you she can rock a scarf like nobody i know mm-hmm. Earring. she wears her makeup she just had to make herself comfortable mm-hmm. in her situation right so she's still bald to this day but she rocks it she puts her makeup on she is proud and bald. Proud and bald, but it's inward. Because she, yes, she decided to define herself and she decided yeah. to say, I still look good. I'm still yes. okay. I'm making yes. my own definition. And she defined herself and she's rocking. So it's, it. it's, from, the, it's from the
1: inside. Awesome. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who Tiffany Haddish is. So I do. Tiffany I do. Haddish recently went online and cut her hair, right? Did oh, she? She did. I mean, she cut it. I think Her she self, did. Yeah, she cut. She started by cutting the braids. Uh-huh. Uh She just was, you know, cutting the braids out, and then she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna, you know, cut it way, way, way down." And uh-huh. then she just went straight up bald. Like, oh! <laughs> and I mean, she is cute as she could be, bald. Absolutely, yeah. Um. But it caused like a lot of like controversy online. Sure. You know, pe- people were like, check on Tiffany. You know, she's pulling up Britney Spears. You right. know, something's wrong. She's having a mental breakdown, which of course we don't want to make fun of because, Absolutely. you know, mental right. health is a thing. Very um, serious. Yeah. Yes. But um, it was just interesting. You know, she even came out and said, why do I have to have a problem? Why does there have to be something wrong with me? Because I cut all my hair off. You know, I, I still love me uh right. you're still gonna like me <laughs> guys right. are going to come after me so don't they worry about you are. my hair mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it's a really big thing and i've i've always known you penny to have very mm-hmm. very short hair so those who, those who are listening on the podcast you know you may not see penny's hair but it's always been short and i think i remember asking you one day when you were doing my hair because you can turn anybody's hair into something just just luscious like every time, every time <laughs> i go in there it doesn't matter who's in your chair if i'm waiting
0: you know, the mm-hmm. classic
1: scene where like the black women are lined up in the dryers Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm waiting exactly. my turn. And I'm like, dang, I got to sit here and wait. I got chips or fries and I'm waiting yeah. my turn. And everybody's hair who's who's coming out of your chair is just all buttery and pretty and uh, whatever it is that they want it. But your uh, hair stays short. And most uh, people are uh, like the opposite that I've been to. If they're a hairstylist, their hair is done or whatever uh, to show that they know how to do hair. Mm-hmm. you are or just like the opposite absolutely are, and so I asked you one once like why do you keep your hair short and mm-hmm. I remember your answer but I'm gonna you know let you tell it I'm trying to remember what I said uh,
0: <laughs> I, I, I think you said, said uh, "No, you yeah, I ahead." not have time to do my own hair yes <laughs> there was the time came when I started having children I said how do you get a baby up let alone two? get them dressed go, and mm-hmm. then you go through this oh hair uh thing like you got what 45 minutes to go I don't have 45 minutes yeah and when I was pregnant with my first son I'm like I cannot do kids and hair I uh-huh. just knew I, I just couldn't I couldn't so right. I already had kind of had like the Anita Baker type kind of cut oh and okay I don't like, want to do that uh-huh and I just I just cut it off and I that was 20 almost 27 years ago and I never let it I never wanted to go back I never have gone back this you is just too easy back. it works all the time ear bobs Earbobs—the <laughs> answer to everything. I just believe that. I believe that. Just put you some earbobs. You yes, know, the old people used to say earbobs. But put you some earbobs on, and put some lip gloss, and you're good. And you're and good. It, and and it just—it just—it just depends on how. And I remember that song India I rewrote a long time ago. I am not my hair. I yes. love. Yes.
1: Yes. I'm not my
0: hair, but if I want to make a statement, I can. But mm-hmm. I'm still not my hair. So. Yes. It, to me, it's because I maybe it's because I do hair. It's just uh-huh. like an extra job, you know, <laughs> wash the car, do your hair. No, I'm I'm kicking the hair thing out. So You'll once kick, every kick two minutes
1: cut and color, that's it for me. That's and it. you do your own hair, right? I do. I do. I do yes. Your own hair. So, yeah. I mean, you save yeah. a lot of time and money. Yes, ma'am. By that's keeping it. your hair short. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the way awesome. to go. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I remember asking you and you were like, look, because that's the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it just saves me a lot of time it just and your confidence and I think that's something that is so important to embrace is that you being confident in Mm -hmm. how you look and you know if it's short hair with lip lip balm and and earrings and that's all you need then you're good and I think a lot of times too um, it's not only society pressure but it's pressure from our spouses or you know pressure from our jobs and things like that and i know you and i've even had a conversation about yeah. men and long hair How uh, like mm-hmm. you know women feel like they have to have all this long hair in order to like please their their mate or their spouse mm-hmm. and i think we even talked about like look the, the man will get over it they, they get <laughs> they, over it they will they will get over it uh, yeah. especially if they truly love you they will move on yes. um they might express every now and then like i just i miss your hair I'm mm-hmm. like, I used to like when you had long hair. And if you keep saying, well, this is what it is, so you're just going to have to love this. Okay, hey, we can have our wig night. I'm just saying. All right.
0: <laughs> I mean, I got Miss Priscilla the wig in the closet. If you need to do that, throw it on for them. It's okay. But, you know, they're not going to, ha- honestly, and I'm not fussing them in. but most of them, they either don't want to help you do it or they don't want to pay for it. So you have to do what works for your, I mean, you just have to do what works for yourself. And yeah. if you believe in yourself, everybody else around you will eventually they might not get it at first but if mm-hmm. you keep walking in there, popping in with an afro this big, eventually everybody will be like, that girl's bad. Yes. Got got that it. is so yeah. true.
1: They get it. They'll get on. They'll catch on it eventually. That is so true. It doesn't matter what mm-hmm. it is. If you decide to wear yep. crochet or you decide to, you know, and a lot of people don't like crochet. If you decide yes. to wear weave, everybody don't like weave. If you decide That's to right. wear afro or short or whatever, if you come right. in like, hey, That's <laughs> right. who they, I am, they get on they're going to be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I see this person and I don't see their hair. Like, Absolutely. I might recognize them by their hair, but their hair is mm-hmm. no longer the most important thing in the room because of their mm-hmm. own confidence.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or they just say, She rocks that. Whatever. Yes. She's cool, but she rocks it. She looks good and she knows it.
1: Right. Exactly. She knows it. She knows, mm-hmm. it. She she knows, knows it. it. That's
0: who needs to know. Absolutely. That's who needs to know. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So I would just like to leave our families who are listening something to remind themselves of as they are speaking with their children as they're working with their children um, to help them understand that it's okay to really see themselves love themselves Uh, when I think about you know just the behavior piece I can remember watching my daughter look in the mirror and look kind of sad when I would say well your hair can't do that that you're Friend can do that. Your white friend can do, or your Asian or your Hispanic friend can do, because your hair is like this. And I can, and much younger, mm-hmm. much younger uh, age. But there was a a little sadness that came over her. And so sometimes we as parents, because we don't like to see our kids sad, mm-hmm. it makes us emotional. Then we say, sure. well, "How can I fix this? How can maybe I'll give them some braids so they can feel like." it's hanging down and it's long, or maybe we'll get a silk press or maybe we'll go get, you know, we we'll gonna sit in somebody's chair and we'll have them feel that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having, it's okay to have the hair straightened every now and then, right? If the hair is curly. Um, I know Naomi has sat in your chair and had her hair straightened and mm-hmm. Oh yeah, luxurious. <laughs> yes, yes, in her hair, but as she's even gotten older and the months have gone by and we've been in quarantine and we can't, go and get her hair done. Um, She is still also embracing the curliness of her hair. And I love that. because It's just absolutely beautiful to me. Yes,
0: she does have absolutely gorgeous hair. Oh my God.
1: Yes, she does. Great. (laughs) Yes, she does. So Mm -hmm. um, how do we take our emotions out of, because like I said earlier in this uh, session that I was getting, you know, a little tear at myself Mm -hmm. talking about, Mm -hmm. about it. How do we, what can we leave our families with? who might be struggling with this idea of, you know what, I, I really want to help my child. I'm ready to push past how I'm feeling now. I understand I need to be confident. So what can I do when I see my child looking sad or feeling sad about the hair? What can I say? Are there some songs out there? I know, um, I love my hair um, mm-hmm. by Sesame Street is out, which is adorable. Oh. There is an original version of it that um, I taught my students in my class and now, mm-hmm. Her, the artist, H.E.R, uh, mm-hmm. sings it with Elmo on his late night show. You can look at oh up. Oh my already. goodness. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, cute song. Um, so there's some songs that, and there's so many books now that talk about curly hair that I think that we should be buying, um, looking for purposely on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or whatever you know, your local bookstore, finding those books, reading those to their kids. And if you can't get your hands on the books, speak to the child, speak to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also have them repeat what you're also saying. Um, So that, and and being careful when you say you're going to speak to the child that you're not saying words like, you cannot do this, or your hair doesn't work that way. So uh, <laughs> I think it's important Go to really speak positively so your hair is beautiful and why your hair mm-hmm. is curly, your hair is strong, your hair is thick, your hair can do twists, your hair, is, mm-hmm. your hair can, can shrink. That's a magic trick. Everybody's yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can right. get your hair when you pull it. Your hair can um, hold water, or your hair can do yada yada yada. Whatever it is that you're that you want your child to know about your hair, then you need to constantly affirm that so that when someone challenges them, when someone says something to them negative about their hair, well, they can say, "Well, my hair can do this, and my hair can do that. Can your hair do that? Probably not. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this
1: is why I love my hair. So those That's are so- some things that I would leave families with to just. Continue to give and give and give as much as you can give. Uh, don't, don't let it be accidental. Don't let it be like, well, I, I'm pretty sure they'll get it. I'm pretty sure that they'll know that their hair is cute because I do it cute. I yes. buy all the products i sit them down we turn on the tv i get my ipad i do their hair they look cute they know they look cute so they're they're gonna know they love their hair anyway but that wasn't the case for me my mother yes. spent hours <laughs> on my hair and my hair was uh, good okay. and i still didn't like my yes hair. so okay do you have any you know tips yeah. that we can leave our our parents out there who are listening
0: Sure, a couple of things. One thing that you said at the beginning when you were talking about her, your daughter comparing her hair to the Asian girls, um, you know, well, your hair, can't. if you want to say, if you came to the place where you said, your hair can't do that, but even more importantly, their, their hair can't do what yours can. Mm, and then yes. give, I say you should definitely give your children the opportunity to see all of the things their hair does, if that, if that means going to a shop. So we're mm-hmm. going to put some curly cream on it. And we're going to curl mm-hmm. it. We're going to mm. wrap it around our finger and see what it does. Mm-hmm. We're going to straighten one piece and mm. see what it does. So your hair does more than anyone else's hair. So mm-hmm. that's one piece. And I just, I just, I'm sorry. I love the scripture. Psalms 139, <laughs> that we are fearfully yes. and wonderfully made yes. so much so that God even stands in awe of how he made you. And so mm. we should be in yes. awe of how he made, he's even amazed. He's right, like, right. my God, I'm going to myself on the back. So if he uh. was excited and amazed at what he did when he mm-hmm. created you and your hair, mm-hmm. you should be that amazed too. But just happen, just so happened the other day, I was looking online and saw this little young lady, a little African-American girl who's 12 years old, and mm-hmm. she is a runway model. She walked in New York week or whatever, this big fashion show. And mm-hmm. so she wanted to be a model. So she's self-trained. She mm-hmm. just watched all the fashion, taught herself to walk to the mm-hmm. point where they featured her. And she's an African-American young woman woman who wears an Afro this big. And Mm -hmm. she said that she refused to let them discriminate against her or make her feel bad about her hair. And if she could not wear her hair in her natural state, then she was not going to walk. And so she got to wear her big, and it was absolutely gorgeous. Wonderful. And so she's got a whole thing going. I wish I would have caught her name. I was just so enamored by it. I didn't pay any attention to all the little (laughs) words that were running. But she's right. got this website where she's teaching young women how to embrace their hair. So another thing would be to let them see emerging mm. young women, young yeah. actresses that are coming up, young mm. ladies, and let them look at African-American hairstyles. Yes. I mean, just let's find, let's look through this book or these and see if we find something in there that you like. And mm. you, it can, but there's nothing wrong with straight. There's nothing wrong with, let them do both. Let mm-hmm. their head in, hair in half straight one side and, and spiral or, or twist out the other side. And mm-hmm. let her see. See, you get to do both. So right. we'll, do this weekend, right. we'll do this one week we'll do this one week. And they both look amazing. Look at the picture. Look at yourself in the mirror. This mm-hmm. looks pretty and that looks pretty. So mm-hmm. we'll do this this week and we'll do that that week. And, you know, and keep her, let her keep her friends amazed. One
1: thing I think is really important- expect, <laughs> I love I mean, that. Wait, can I coin that? Let yeah. them keep their, your friends amazed. That's why keep kids wanna to touch amazed. kids' hair, right? They do. Now see, I have
0: a thing about that. I love when white people ask questions. Sorry, I hope I can say Caucasian people. I'm sorry, I don't want to use the correct terminology. No, I love what they like. They should be able to ask questions because a lot of times they don't know and they mm-hmm. wanna know. They love our hair sometimes mm-hmm. more than we do. Mm, yeah. Oh, I yes. I think it's amazing. You're right. Do, so I actually say, if they ask and they want to touch your hair, let them. Let them know how amazing <laughs> your hair is. You know, uh-huh. let like, me touch it? You know, oh my gosh, you want to touch it. Let her touch it. Is this <laughs> not some amazing stuff? Look how soft it is. Wrap it right around It does. Get your uh-huh. iron. Look what I do when I look at my hair when I flat iron it. Now watch mm-hmm. when I wet it.
1: Boom, right. your
0: hair can't do that, but mine can. Right. Mine can. So, you know, go ahead and let them know. Because when I, when I first came out of beauty school, my first roommate was a Caucasian young lady. Uh-huh. She loved my hair. She wanted mm-hmm. to touch it. Can I just touch it? She asked so many questions. So back then it was the jerry curl days. And so uh-huh. I literally let her give me a jerry curl. And she still does them to this day. Oh. She loves to do black hair. She loves black hair. She loves black people too. But she uh-huh. loves to do black hair because I let her do mine. And mm. she found out how easy it was to work with, how manageable it was, how many different things you could do. I let her color it. I, I let her cut it. I let her, boom, well, give me a Jared curl. Shoot, I let her pierce my ears. But she was just so enamored with her uh-huh. hair. And to this day, she still is. So I think see you questions or let your daughter or daughters, whoever has daughters, Mm-hmm. let them be confident enough like girl my hair is the stuff feel it look at how curly it is look at how yeah. soft it is i can stretch it out look how long it really is when i stretch it is down here now watch it yeah. pop back up to my right. nobody's hair in the world does, does right like my hair. literally right. have the best hair in the world
1: right they can absolutely. embrace
0: that it's a done deal it's a done, it's deal, a done
1: deal that's yeah. awesome yeah. <laughs> well i absolutely love those tips yeah. And we were breaking up a little bit, the audio, but hopefully we've okay. caught all of them. Uh, I totally do, so you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. I think it might've been the, the Zoom uh, okay. that we're on. But uh, Penny, I wanna thank you so, so much for being part of this podcast today. Thank and you. for our listeners, you. you're welcome. And for our listeners who are listening, I'll try to put any information at the bottom that is pertinent to this episode. Uh, but again, thank you so much for being here and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please be sure to leave us a rating wherever you are listening to this podcast. Also, follow us on Family Nuggets on social media platforms under the spelling F-A-M-L-Y Nuggets. Remember, there is no I in family because you cannot do family alone.
0: F-A-M-L-Y.